Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the latest episode of Walking 90. This is the first time in about two, three episodes. We got everyone together. It's your host, as always, Elliot. Joining me is a lady that got dragged in the streets for saying that Greenville wasn't going to make the playoffs. It's Ebony. How you doing, homie? They win one game, and all of a sudden, whatever. I'm good. They bought tickets to see a draw to drag you in the streets. I'm just out here living life, traveling, eating pizza. And also, joining me is a man whose team can do no wrong in the eyes of Twitter. It's Mr. Kyle Carr. How are you doing, bud? Uh, this must be a different Twitter. Maybe maybe now our own – I think our own fans are sick of it. So, otherwise, everything's fine. I don't remember the last what? time Ford Madison won a game. Ford Madison fans are sick of all the shicks and stuff? This can't be real life. Oh, no, not that. No, 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 not that. It's the on-field It's the on field shit. How many how many jerseys versus how many wins you got? Are we counting the reversible as two kits or one? It's two kits. Two. Because y'all made it two kits. So they currently have the same amount of kits as wins. Wait, let me double check that. I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same amount. Also, guys, for y'all that's joining, take a moment, share the show with a friend. This is your bi-weekly USL League One show. So, yeah, we're here for you guys. Guys, let's go ahead. Um, what are some crazy things that kind of stick out to you? Because right now, uh, one, Ricardo Pepe is life. And he came from USL League One to USL League One is the money league. We produce the best players for the national team. So, Yo, just going to put that out there. I'm definitely buying the jersey. I'm buying the jersey. I'm not going that far. I'm not going that far yet. <laughs> I mean, look. Homeboy showed. Oh, no. He's the sergeant. <laughs> I am. He balled out. I am very happy for him as the individual. I'm not going as far as to buying his jersey yet, but it is kind of funny saying. I remember when he was 16, and he scored a brace. In a playoff game against Ford Madison, it was a, and his goal that he scored for the U.S. was very similar to the second goal that he scored in that playoff game. Oh man, I mean, I gotta buy a USA jersey anyway, so I might as well get a Pepe one and rep. You know, got it. Got to rep strong. Uh, COVID nineteen one. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let me start joking around. All right, so these are the games that happen. Um, you had Greenville 3-0 over Toronto. That's a big win for them. Toronto get, I mean, Greenville gets a win. It also, it kind of shows that Toronto not playing Toronto is not the same team. Well, they have to play a full squad. Um, you had North Carolina 0-3 to Union Omaha. North Carolina is not eliminated. And let me ask you, does it feel like this weekend need a nail in the coffin for y'all playoff hopes? Um, I mean, they were eliminated in week three for me, but <laughs> God damn, <laughs> damn, well, yeah, week three, <laughs> like, 
wasn't the week three when we fucking we had like four three losses on the season already. We have like three wins. That has that ship long sailed. No, you have four we wins. Three, I drew us. You have four wins. Oh damn! Did I miss <laughs> and I'm pretty one? sure two were against Richmond and one was against Madison. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, two against Richmond, one one against Madison. I don't know who the fuck the other one was then. Uh, Could have been like I don't know. Could have been like Tucson. I don't know. No, we haven't beat Tucson. Fort Lauderdale. Huh? Yeah. We beat Fort. That's when y'all. Yeah, that's when y'all beat us for nothing. And y'all beat Fort Lauderdale. Everyone for a second was like, "Is North Carolina about to start winning games?" And, and then and he got the coach of the month. <laughs> and then he got coach of the month. Yeah, exactly. That was the worst thing that could happen to y'all. Also, guys, if you got any questions, drop them down in the chat. You know, let us know. We're here to answer questions. Um, Fort Lauderdale, nil-nil get draw with Chattanooga FC. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little surprised because we, you expect some little chaos from Chattanooga. We'll get into that. But is this a bigger win for Fort Lauderdale or two points drop for Chattanooga? Oh, it was two oh, points drop. Chattanooga could have had a goal right at the end. Yeah, I'm feeling they the same thing. They had it. They had a perfect opportunity, and they and I don't know who it was, but he skied it over the bar in the last few minutes. Mm-hmm. And I thought I thought that was going in because it's Chattanooga, and they somehow always find a way to score a late a late goal. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, Chattanooga is sitting at the top of the league. That's definitely two points drop for them, especially against someone that is also technically in the playoff race with them. So, yeah, yeah. Um, other result we had North Texas 1-1 with FC Tucson. Is FC Tucson making – I mean, I know we asked this before, but is FC Tucson a team that someone might want to keep their eyes on as a Doc Hort piss? Doc Hort pick, that piss. Pick. I don't know why I said piss. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think they are – I don't know if – they're a playoff team yet, but they're definitely a chaos team. Like they're definitely going to be a team that they will get a win and screw over another team's playoff hopes. Like, I think that's where they're at. I can see that. Um, so SP Tucson's last games goes like this. They're on, they're at home this weekend against Fort Lauderdale. Then on the road against Greenville, Union Omaha, back at home for a three game stretch. Um, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday against North Texas, North Carolina, South Georgia, on the road against Fort Madison, and then home against Richmond. Yeah, that, that is a lot of potential chaos and fucking shit up that they can do. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, man, that October 30th, 10 o'clock game against Richmond is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Wait, is that home at Richmond? No, that's home at... Yeah, that's home against Richmond. So... We got to go to them. Okay. Honestly, that might be a good thing for it. It could potentially be a good thing because you'll know where you stand probably by kickoff. Like, you will have a yeah. good idea where you will stand. We're the last game. We, both teams will know where they stand by that point. Right. Like, you both know where you'll be. So, you could potentially just be like, you know, all we need to do, like, we're already in. Who cares? You don't try as hard. Like, you can have that. Obviously, seating will probably still be on the line, but. Yeah, no, it'll definitely be interesting. Yeah. Um, also, 
on Sunday. You had Revs 2-1-1 against South Georgia Tormenta. I will give South Georgia Tormenta credit for this. They have probably came up with the best free kick, corner kick goals this year, bar none. Like, if nothing else, they have come up with some solid ones. Does that hey. say 93rd minute? Yes. Wait, for which one? Chattanooga. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the 1 1. That was the other game yesterday. Chattanooga 1 1 over North Texas. Chatt- 1 0. 1 0. 1 0. Yo, let's talk about it because we, we, we wouldn't need five minutes for this. What is with Chattanooga and scoring these ultra late goals well, now I gotta find out of thin air? I don't know what deal with the devil they made. <laughs> but there has to have been some deal with the devil at this point. Like this is and I don't know what's going to happen to them next year. There will probably be a reversion where all these draws turn into losses and some of these wins turn into draws. I don't know. There is some kind of selling your soul type of deal where you're going to get all this benefit now and it's going to come crashing to a halt next year. That's the it's only logical explanation at this point. It's a weird movie. I don't know. Wait a minute. So I'm, I'm literally just watching the last, like, the highlights, the last minute where Chattanooga scores and then North Texas gets a free kick and North Texas misses the the equalizer literally by the width of a ball. Yeah. Literally, it was, here's the goal, here's the post, here's where the ball went. Holy fuck. What is happening? Yeah, man. Chattanooga, yo, like, look, I know we joked on Chattanooga. I know we got jokes for days. But you got to give them their credit. Like, 15 straight games unbeaten. I believe right now they either tied or have the longest I'm being streaking U.S. League one beating. Oh, they've crossed it. It's it. Yeah, they have it. Because Omaha had it last year with like eight or nine or something, and they've definitely surpassed it. Yeah. Um. Oblada has not played a card wrong this year, man. Games in which they were about to lose, he gets a draw. Games that were a draw, he wins. Very rarely has wins turned into draws, or you know, losses turned into draws. So. I, you got to be impressed. And he definitely, I mean, he just won August, October, uh, August coach of the month. You got to be impressed with that. I got to be real with you, yo. He, if he has a strong September, which I, you know, recent form would tell you he will, I'm imagining he went coach of the month. He At might end up being the coach, coach of the, the year. year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my fault, coach of the year. Yeah, I, I'm imagining that. And also, like, if you had to pick someone from Chattanooga that's in the MVP race, I'm probably going Ricketts or um, it'll be either be him or Ruiz. Ruiz, probably. Or I mean, I think um, he's, he's leading the league or, in assists. Um, what's his name? Um, Jimmy. Well, well uh, uh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about, but I can't say yeah. his name. I can't say his last name, but he, he's another person I imagine that might be in that MVP race. Um, yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, there's just so much happening within two minutes of highlights. How do they keep doing this? Why do they keep doing this? How can we do this? 
Hold on. I'm just <laughs> keeping track. And they have had one, two, three, four goals scored after, let's say, the 80th minute. I started from the beginning of the season, and they were already at one against Fort Lauderdale, one against Richmond, two against, um, one against, um, whatchamacallit, Tucson, two against North Carolina FC. Yep. One against Omaha mm-hmm. in the 90th minute. Another two, but they can't. Well, they blew the two nil lead that time, so never mind. Uh, let's see. One against South Georgia later on. Another one against North Texas. That one was like the 95th minute. And then they had the most recent one, the one against North Texas to draw a late goal against Omaha. And this recent one against North Texas. North Texas has got to be sick of Chattanooga. Oh yeah, 100%. there's been three three of the games Chattanooga scored late to either win it or draw against North Texas. Right. It's annoying at this point. I, I'm telling you, it's a deal with the devil. It, it's something, man. I I mean, if you look at Chattanooga, obviously Union Omaha holds the. Um, games in hand. They have two games in hand over them. Obviously, the makeup will get John in the game this weekend. But if you look at Chattanooga's remaining games, they got Greenville, North Carolina, Revs, Richmond, North Carolina again, Toronto, Greenville, and they finish on the road against Fort Madison. You got to imagine they could easily lock up that number one seed on that Toronto game, which is the 16th, or come close to it. I mean, as long as, yeah, they can definitely, at the rate they're going, they can still lose a game. It's more on Union Omaha not to lose or drop points. Yeah. And I think Union but, Omaha has a slightly tougher schedule than Chattanooga. And it, there are definitely some games that could trip up Chattanooga, like at Greenville twice, one of those two games they might end up losing. Maybe, I don't know, the TFC, the Toronto one there at home. Never mind. I thought the Toronto one, they had another one on the road against Toronto. But I mean, they no. also have North Texas in what, September? No, Chattanooga doesn't have North Texas anymore. Oh, I, I was talking about Union. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. I haven't looked at Omaha's schedule, but I I would think Omaha has a slightly tougher schedule because um, then Chattanooga. So they, the got, they was... got Toronto, they've mm-hmm. got North Texas away, Tucson at home, and then going into October, they've got South Georgia away, Fort Lauderdale at home, Greenville at home, and North Carolina at home, Ford at home, Kickers at home, and then they end the season at North Texas away. That's... Definitely a lot. To, I would say that's tougher than Chattanooga's. Yeah, well, I don't know because Chattanooga only has three more games at home versus they got five in a row. And Chattanooga's home form is is a lot better. I mean, granted, they play more games in their way form, but they've only lost one game and that's on the road. So true, but I, I think it's just more they get North Carolina twice, they get a refs two. You don't know what team you're going to get out of that. They get Toronto at home. Like, yes, they have three home games, but it's Revs, North Carolina, and Toronto. So those are three very winnable what you trying to say? games. What you trying to say? Look, North Carolina's an easy win? I didn't say they're an easy win. 
because for everyone not named Ford Madison, they're an easy win at home. <laughs> Going into <laughs> North Carolina, I don't know, but at home against North Carolina, your odds are better. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not interesting. It. I mean, it was gone last episode, so I didn't have to hear this nonsense. And now <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to have I'm, the band I'm back together. Yeah. Traveling, doing my own thing. I'm like, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Yeah, that's right. So I, we gotta ask. We gotta ask. Since you're traveling with the national team and whatnot, are, are you royalty? Like, did the players know you? Did, did the staff know no, you? God no. Like, Yo, I, I, hope, I hope no player knows my name. <laughs> For either. So national national team. I'll let us say. Like, what about the homie? women's national team? <laughs> For either national team, I hope no player knows my name. If they know my name, I've done a bad job. <laughs> Because it's not it's not supposed to be about knowing my name. It's supposed to be about making sure that they feel the love for 90 minutes. And if all they know is Ebony showed me love instead of the whole crowd showed me love, I don't like that. I'm I hate my name. I don't like it. So if they know my name, I did something wrong. I was gonna say Car- how soon before Carly Lloyd blocked you if she hasn't already. I'm surprised she hasn't, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just found out today that Grant Wall blocked me, so it's cold out here in these streets, man. <laughs> I don't know if he's blocked. He has not blocked me yet. I'm. I don't know if he's blocked forwards backwards, but he has not blocked me yet. It's only a matter of time. Oh, thank you. My friend gave it to me. Love this kit. It's super comfortable. It's the only Puma kit that I can actually. Fucking I was gonna say, in. like Puma making a comfortable kit. Yeah, I know, right? Because right? <laughs> anytime I put on a Puma kit, it's like a damn trainer bra on me. Oh, I, I gave up on trying to. I I will not buy another Puma kit until I get my ass in shape, and that's Actually, not happening. The Puma oh, kit. Oh yeah, the, the, the age of me getting in shape is dead. The only thing is to avoid diabetes. Now that's it. <laughs> nah, man. That's, like, that's my Puma, goal. <laughs> Puma is not made for U.S. consumption. I swear. Um, <laughs> it's really not. Not at all. Not at all. Nah. Um, before we get into this next week's games, other stuff like that. Um, Aaron Malloy. USL League One Player of the Month. He had a very impressive month. Was the midfield injury for y'all? Um, as you stated earlier, Chattanooga's head coach getting coach of the month. Jimmy Oblada. <sighs> Kyle, let me ask you this. What is it about Malloy that makes him click in that midfield of chaos? Because it's a fit midfield of chaos for him. He just he is what keeps the team going. It's I'm trying to think of a player to relate it to. Like, everything revolves around him. The whole, like, transitioning from defense to off to attack, it has to involve Malloy. When there are chances created, it's most likely coming from Malloy. Like, he is just so instrumental. And you can see with him leading the league in passes by quite a margin, everything, it seems like lately, because of the team's struggles, it's kind of become more apparent that he needs to be the guy where if you're going to get a chance or if you need a goal, it's going to have to come from him. And I, I think about it's that? about Ruffle, I didn't mean to cut you off, but didn't we talk oh, about no. like how Keegan was supposed to Ben break the scoring record and everyone else had surpassed him? It's at, at some point he's going to like, I, we said it the last episode. It's like sometimes he just needs to. Like, it seems like he's gotten the chances. He's just not converting them like he was at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's just bad luck. I don't know if because of how 
consistent. He was converting those chances early. That is kind of regressing. He's if Fordmas is going to have a chance, he needs to get back to that stage. But with Malloy, no, I, I think it, with the team stagnating in, on in the attack, he's kind of been that guy where if he like every like I said, everything's revolving around him. And this is what Carl I mean, Carl Craig. I remember him telling me this at the beginning of the season. Like he said, this guy is going to be good. He's going to be important. Like Carl was over the moon when they were able to get him. And now I, I see why it's like how his style of play and how his passing range. I think it's mainly the passing range. That's been the most impressive thing. Yeah. <clears throat> well, definitely he's going to be, and I would not be surprised watch. if he's back at USL championship or higher after this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely he's going to be a pl- key player to watch for this Saturday's uh, Henny Darby. Um, Guys, before we talk about this week's games, should we dive into the pickums or to these uh, power rankings? Let's um, go with the power rankings. Yeah, I, might have as well. open. I have I have that open. I'm not open to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, Kyle. Oh, I, I got to pull up. As always, should we start from the bottom and work our way up? Yeah, sure. All right. Also, fans, if you got any questions, comments, put them in the chat. Let us know. We here. Weekly show. This is the first time in a long time you got the full cast. Tickle. Yeah, it's been like Appreciate a month. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. All right. Starting off at 12, dropping down one is North Carolina FC. South Georgia Tormenta dropped down three to 11. Fort Madison dropped down three to 10. Toronto FC drops down four to nine. Greenville, meanwhile, goes up four to go to eighth. Fort Lauderdale drops up. It'll be goes up three to go to seventh. New England Revolution goes down three to go to six. Richmond goes up one despite not playing. Uh, <laughs> North Texas stays at four. FC Tucson, which has the biggest drop, I believe, so far this year. Might be the correct in that. Goes up six. They're third. Chattanooga is at two. They drop down by one. Union Omaha is number one. So, guys. I know the power we're gonna know how we all feel about it, but let's let's look at it. What team right now in the power rankings are do you call chaos? Well not chaos. Is truth and what team is fiction? Um Tucson? I mean who okay, so they beat uh Revs and then they got a draw against who? Last uh, week. Let's see. You said Tucson, right? Yeah. Tucson beat refs two and then. So they beat in Fort Lauderdale. They beat in Greenville. They beat in refs two. They drew with North Texas. So, okay. So that previous week, they got a win against refs two and a draw against North Texas, and they went up six. I mean, six seems very generous. Like, I would have probably moved them up like three or four, but six, like six makes it seem like they beat like Chattanooga or Omaha. Like they, like they want to beat them. And it's like, okay, they beat Revs too and drew North Texas, which is still good, but moving up six, like that would tell me they would have beaten like a top team. Yeah. That, that just seems generous to move them up six. Yeah. It, it does seem very generous to move them up six. I'm, I'm fine. If they're like, in the- 
four to six-ish range. Because, I mean, granted, like, before these three wins in a row, FC Tucson was at the bottom of the table. And now they put themselves up to fifth. So they're back in the playoff chase. How tight the table is, is good for them. But moving them up, moving them up six, putting them in the third spot, it just feels like, I don't know. It's like, who's going right now for me? What about you, Ab? Um, so looking at it, because again, I didn't get to watch a lot of these games. Um, I think the as always, biggest... we're new to this. We're not new to this. <laughs> <laughs> this time it wasn't my fault. I was just not. I was not home. Um, I'm kind of surprised Revs didn't drop further. Just throwing it out there. Mm. Um, especially with those two two losses or well, a loss and a draw. I'm not sure how they are still at six. I mean, they're not going to drop, like, NCFC 12, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. They haven't um, – I don't think they've won a game in the past month because against us – I mean, they had to come back against us. <clears throat> South, the last two times they played South Georgia, they drawn, and I think they were up in both games. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were. they had leads in both of those games. Yeah, and the same against FC Tucson. So you're right. Three straight games they could have had wins was definitely what helped their case. They either lose or draw. So, yeah, I mean, that's a fair case. They should have dropped more, and they haven't. I mean, do we really expect the power rankings to be anything other than a fluff piece? It is kind this of is just also- a throw dart. It's kind of a throw dart hole for the best. And yeah. I mean, I can't. Also, how like- does North Texas draw four games? And stay at number four. Yeah, that was the other thing I was curious about because it's like <laughs> I get I get maybe not dropping them because the teams around it, like Richmond didn't play, so it's kind of hard for that. And then Revs lost, so it's kind of a can you really drop North Texas? But at the same time, they did draw a bunch, and four maps got four maps got punished for drawing a lot. I'm just saying, let's let's keep it. Maybe consistent. next year we need to do our own power ranking. Honestly, Ooh, why not? <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe that's then next I'll year. Though. The see, there that, go. That's got to be next year. It's too late this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we got like late. four games left. Like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, we got one question in from Hunter. He asks, I thought I just put it up. Do you see any team making a late minute miracle run to make the playoffs? And what about you? What team? Can make a late miracle run to get into the playoffs. How are you, how are you considering the late miracle? <laughs> like, since every team basically, other than North Carolina, like North Carolina would technically be the only one that would make a miracle run, I guess. Everyone else is a win away. So I, I, I say, let's think about it like this. Which team right now out of the 11? Sorry, Ab. And North no, Carolina I'm not going to include us in that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which team can go on? A good a good run or well, not good great run that dramatically changes their position. So let's say for instance, like a uh, not a subject like a revs two. Just throwing them out there. Say revs two go out here, they win every game for the rest of the year. They're right now at seventh, and they propel themselves into that number two seed. You know something like that or like uh oh God, I'm not giving you credit, Kyle. I'm not even going to say Ford Madison. I'm not even going <laughs> to say Ford Madison. I just didn't want to say I'm not including Ford Madison in that either. <laughs> that's, that schedule, because of the postponements, that's brutal. <laughs> I can't even say Ford. Like, I think Ford Madison can make a playoffs. I don't think it's a miracle run. Like, they, 
we'll we'll get there. I'm I think I know who I'm picking. I know who I'm thinking. Who are you thinking about? I'm thinking Tucson. Mm, okay. I'm saying have, TFC two. They have just amount the right amount of chaos. And same thing with TFC two though. <laughs> well, here's why with TFC two. After this week against Omaha, they get home against Ford Madison at Richmond, home against North Carolina, home against Revs two at Chattanooga, home against Fort Lauderdale, home against Revs two again. That's a lot of home games for a team that is doing pretty well since playing in Canada again. And guess what? When Dom Dwyer stops producing for TFC one, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna go down to TFC two. Damn, he's gonna score like sixteen goals. It's the right amount of chaos. Damn, kick him while he's down. Irritate, this is gonna irritate me so much. <laughs> That was gonna irritate me so much. Hey, watch the NBA against Richmond too. Be like, hey, dog, go get some minutes against Richmond. <laughs> um, we're for, uh, you know what? I'm gonna be a homer. I'm gonna say Richmond, and I, I'm gonna make this case. So Richmond has eight games left this year. Four home, four on the road. Richmond is a historically better home team. They are a road team. At home, you have Toronto, Chattanooga, Fort Madison, twice. I think that bodes well in Richmond's favor because of the fact of Darren Sawatsky, you know, he played very home. But their road games go Ford Madison, Revs to North Texas, Union Omaha, and Tucson. I I have a feeling because I made this prediction on River City 93 that Darren flips his road record, where pretty much he had one win, I think uh, two or three draws at that point, and five losses. So far, is tending upward. I think that trajectory stays. But also, I think Richmond is going to have to get in if they win this season, the series of the Henny Derby. If Richmond can win the Henny Derby series this year with the three games, I think they can. I think they can work their way up. You know, it's not hard to say. Like they can't go into uh, Union Omaha and nick them off. You know, defensively, they're a solid squad. It's just all can they score the goals, but I, I think Richmond can do it. Yeah, like, I, I don't think Ford Madison would make a miracle run to the playoffs. I still think they can make the playoffs. If they, Again, same thing. If they would, if they take the Henny Derby, win two of the next three, then I feel good there. I think they can, be, they can beat Greenville at home. They can. They can beat Revs, even though both games are on the road. You can maybe take a draw against Omaha. You could you can take a draw against Chattanooga. Like there, there's points to be had. Yeah. They just need to either finish off the games or get their offense turned around. But yeah, Toronto, I'm gonna say, is the one that makes the miracle run because that's a lot of home games for them. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um yeah, so okay. So this is a conversation me and Kyle were having. Offline, but we want to bring it online. You know, we want to gauge the listeners with this. <clears throat> MVP this year. Who do you think it is? Who's your case for? But then also, let's also talk about goalkeeper of the year. Do you believe Rashid Nuhu is the de facto goalkeeper of the year? I, so let's start the last MVP two years, it's gone to the keeper that has had the lowest goals against. 
and that was Dallas J the last two years. So I would expect them to continue that trend with new who. I'm just saying based off of history and how they've done it yeah. in the past, that's who would get it. Yeah. That's that's I didn't say it was smart. I'm just saying that's what it was. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is this Please, is my this is my thing. And is I will be honest, it's not because I'm a risk for kicker, but it's also like we, the we did the research. Matters. We did the research just to back yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah. If you look at it as a neutral, Akira Fitzgerald is the best goalkeeper over this three year period in USL League One. Well, let me tell you about it. Not the best. He's been one of the top three goalkeepers in USL League One. In New Who's case, I kind of think it's the same as with Dallas J. I think is it more of the defense being locked down than it is New Who's saving them. You know, you get what I'm saying? Because like Akira, Akira gives a rich Richmond a point. You know, we've seen Akira. He saved Richmond from a loss and gave them a draw, you know, or gave them a win, whatever. New who I, I haven't seen that. And that's no discredit against him. I think it's just more so the fact of that defense is so solid and tight. You're not going to get a lot of chances. So he's not facing a lot of shots. He's not making a lot of saves. Where Richmond, Akira's on the fire every week. And he's been on the fire for the last three years. And he's constantly, you know, he's been up there. Um, hard down to South Georgia Tormenta. I'm still not ready to put him in that top three echelon yet. Um, just because South Georgia really, after Richmond went in there and beat him in 2019, they haven't been the same. He's getting back up there to that form we saw at the beginning of 2019, but he's not there yet. Dallas J, you obviously see. It was the defense that kind of was the catalyst of him winning goalkeeper of the year two years in a row. I feel like it's Akira's. It got to be Akira's this year, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like like we were saying before, like the stats at least show why Akira would be should probably be it. With Nuhu, again, it's like we were saying. You and Omaha have allowed only 12 goals in the season. They don't allow a lot of chances. They don't allow a lot of shots. Like they're defensively doing such a good job that it's kind of like, yes, New Who still has to make saves. Like he still is making saves, but he only has made 35 saves, which is tied for Andreas Velakia over at TFC2. And out of the consistent keepers, he's pretty much like other than Colin Shuttler from North Texas and Tim Trick for Chattanooga, he's not really having to do as many saves compared to the other teams and the other players. That And again, that just shows how good defensively Omaha has done. But in terms of just being a pure best goalie, I mean, Akira probably is in that driver's seat. You can maybe look over. I can't even. Well, I was going to say Lapsley, maybe, but it's like Tucson hasn't kept enough clean sheets either. Like he's making a lot of saves, but Tucson's still landing goals at left to right. Same with Yara. Do you really see them giving it to Akira if the kickers don't make the playoffs? I don't see them giving it to Akira even if the kickers make the playoffs. Because last year should have been the year Akira should have got it. Akira, Akira, that was his case last year. 
I mean, they care short shit, but he gets it done. So, yeah. I, okay. So let me ask you guys this, and this is I, I'm really not like you guys know. I really try my hardest not to be biased, like some journalists out there when we're talking about you know uh, people in the culture. For Akira, if you take Akira and put him in Yu Yu Omaha, is Yu Yu Omaha still the number two team in USL League, or are they worse? They're prop. No, they're. They're not worse. They're definitely not worse. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. If you take Nuhu and put him in Richmond, is Richmond better or worse? I don't know. Like that's the tough part because it's like. So I so I don't think that either keeper makes the other team bad. It's what's in front of them that does. Like I'll say this. I'll say this. If you put Akira okay. on Ford that's Madison. Richmond. Ford Madison probably has a better season. If you put yeah. Phil Brino on Richmond, Richmond probably has a worse season. Like I'm like that's where okay. like that's where the comparisons are happening. But when you get to like Nuhu and even Dallas J with Akira, it's like I don't know if either team gets worse. They don't. Like no no team gets worse in that situation. They just get a different type of keeper, but they're both still solid keepers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like I said, um, statistics would say Akira would win goalkeeper of the year. St- statistics would say that. Right now, he's leading clean sheets. He's tied with Nuhu with seven, and he's first in saves per match with three point five, and that's tied with Drake Calendar. He's the only one in the top three of both categories. Yeah, I but... rest my case. I. Again, if we're going based off of how they've historically done it, you don't got to tell us. You got to tell the league. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you need to go to whoever is making those decisions within the league. Yeah, that's also true. They're not going to listen to me. They were like, yeah, Ellie is what Yeah, that, again, we already know. We already know you gotta for the last the vibes, two years. Baby, you got to vote for the vibes. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> who do you guys have as your MVP of the league right now? JT. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I mean, I put okay, I'll put JT's young player of the year. I'll put him as a uh, young player. Of the year. Holiday. I'll let's say holiday he probably. He is literally the youngest player <laughs> <laughs> in the league. Holiday. Yeah, that's true. Um, over here bringing child labor law side players and stuff. <laughs> Look. Him and Cole Frame, they said they oh, want to be a Has Hobo ain't even done ninth grade yet? <laughs> like, Hobo about to have a GED at 15 and a half playing oh, professional Cole? soccer. Cole or Holiday? Holiday. Ain't Holiday uh, like 15? Yes, he's 15. No, he's 16. How, no, he's 15. How old is Cole? 18. He disenrolled at Wake Tech. Okay, that's fine. Cole is 15. <laughs> that boy about to have a GED in three months. Y'all horrible. Y'all here breaking child labor laws trying to sign <laughs> He's getting paid. <laughs> he got that professional contract. He's getting paid now. <laughs> that man looked at the money was like, McDonald's? North Carolina. McDonald's? North Carolina. I might go McDonald's. I don't know yet. <laughs> Look. He he getting paid to sit on the bench right now. I'm hoping that he starts now that he signed that he starts more games. 
I mean, shoot, throw him in there for the rest of the year. Give him the rest of the year. That to be honest with you, there's no difference between him and McGuire. No, no difference. Really? At this point of the year, okay, like you said, Ev, you don't think you're making the playoffs, right? So, what's the only oh, thing left for y'all guys to really do? Oh is no, 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 okay. I thought you meant like, I mean, one of them has definitely been a professional for longer, but no, there's no difference. Like at this point, just play the kid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just play the kid. Give him, the kid. give him the rest of the year. See what he can do, and you have nothing to lose for this situation. If he does great, another team gonna come in and buy him, or you guys flip him for some money. If he does do poor, well then, hey, send him on a loan. Or, I mean, you, you guys still got the U23 squad, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Send him to the U23 squad, let him play with them for a year, then bring him back to next year. Or if he does mediocrely well, then, hey, you get your backup goalkeeper for next year. And then you go sign a solid goalkeeper. Yeah. Think smarter, not harder, North Carolina. <laughs> Have you met my front office? Chill this out. is also true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, before we go into these games, we got the Pickums this week. First game up that was in the Pickums, Greenville versus Chattanooga. Two people went for chat. We have a draw. Henny Darby, two for four at Madison. Of course, I went Richmond. I'm not picking forward. Not doing it. Uh, Toronto, Fort Lauderdale. This was everyone lock of the week. Two for Tucson. I picked a draw against uh, in that game. You guys, Yo. what are your picks? Oh, all right. So for Greenville, Chattanooga, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. It's either going to be a draw or a Chattanooga win. And this is not just because I want to see my prophecy come true. Chat is hot as fuck right now. So I'll say a draw just because Chat's magic seems to happen more when they're at home than they're like, they still find ways on the road, but they're ma- like their late game nonsense. Happens more at home. I'll say a draw. Okay, okay. Um, North Carolina revs two. What you got? Um, I'm hoping for a win, but most likely a draw. Where is this game? It's at it's at at Carolina. No, I'm. I feel a draw on this one. I feel a draw. Actually, I'll I'll say North Carolina. You know what? North Carolina at home. I, I feel like revs two are. Not going to have. They're probably going to need more of their players because international break. I don't know how many of the refs players left. Yeah, but yo, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like I would not trust most of these two teams this weekend. Um, to be real with you, I'm gonna keep it funky. I think I I can I can fill another North Carolina hat trick. This is the kind of game North Carolina get a hat trick in. It win a game like four or nothing. That's a lot of faith. I, I, I that might be the game I, I low key watch. That might be like you know to get that might be that's my vibes pick. North Carolina Rams too. That's my vibes. I'm vibing <laughs> with it. I'm vibing with it. Um, <laughs> Henny Darby. I can't pick because you know I'm picking. Kyle's not gonna pick because you know what he's gonna say. Ep, oh. what you got? It is in Madison. I will throw that out there. It is in Madison. 
All right. So. It's got. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. All right. Let's see. What's everyone's um form coming into this game? Uh, form wise. So let's see. So you got to win. Your last game, so Elliot, your last game was the draw against us, right? Yeah, but that's over a week and a half ago. Right, and Ford just lost to North Carolina, which was us. damn near two <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> that was yeah. two weeks. That was yeah. Oh that was over two weeks God. ago since Ford Madison's played a game. Oh my God! Because um, of the hurricane, postponed the the last Indy Derby. Right, right. So this is just oh man. So y'all both both results came last against North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, and neither one of y'all have played in two weeks. So this is just gonna be a boring zero zero draw. <laughs> Bingo! There you go. <laughs> yep. Can't there's argue that. Like, there's gonna be like two yellows, a red card from someone. Probably. No, nah, there's there's not nah. been that many. Re- I don't think there's been a red card in a Hetty Derby. There's barely been there yellow cards. Been a red in card in a Hetty Derby yet. No, because this is this is what the second to last one. No, no, it's two more. The last two were in Richmond. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, that hurricane really fucked things up. Yeah. Yeah, last two were in Richmond. <laughs> I mean. God, Lee. Yeah, it's just gonna be a boring zero zero draw. I'm gonna just need y'all to text me and be like, "Yep, still zero zero." <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> that I know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, the fact that Ford Madison hasn't played in two and a half weeks, and yes, they did just have a friendly, but. <laughs> right, y'all have played more friendlies than league games in the last two weeks. God mm-hmm. uh, damn. That's sad. That is sad. Is this what it's like? <laughs> Cold world. Can't wait for the end of the year when they're playing Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday for the next like month. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Darren's already dreaded it. Low key, he's like, <sighs> I just told the boys to stretch, stretch from the hammies. I'm worried because I'm like, okay, cool. You got because formats had their match postponed against Omaha way back, so that's gonna be on a Wednesday. And then now, now this Henny Derby, it's like. Oh, fuck. I think they and then that results in them have like four straight road games. So y'all go Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Saturday, mm. Saturday, Saturday. What the fuck? Are y'all playing like U12 tournament games right now? God damn. Bro, October 1st to October 12th is a Friday, Wednesday, Tuesday. USL go fuck with y'all. He and they're all so- on the road. And they're all on the road. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I'm saying. If you can take two of those three again in the Handy Derby, that that might be enough to get in the playoffs at this rate. Like, who knows? Yo, y'all literally go up and down the East Coast from October 1st to the 16th. Yo, do, y- do y'all get those yep. frequent flyer miles, or are y'all busting it? Does Does Amtrak <laughs> do a rewards program? I, I'm just damn. saying that that. Delta, I think they're probably flying Delta or American Airlines. I hope those players got freaking flyers for that. Yo, get on that advantage Sorry. plan. Sorry. We're going to come back hey, and they're not going to recognize real, Madison. Y'all better <laughs> just tell the team, hey, look, for like two and a half weeks, bro, we just living on the road. Just just prepare yourself. We ain't That's what I'm saying. Like, Go ahead and get the big suitcase. <laughs> just pack a couple of suits. 
We on the road, big fella. Tell your girlfriend you see her in a month. Yep. Just buy new clothes at this rate as well. Like, don't even bother with laundry. Right. You was gonna hate that budget next year. Nigga, look at the budget. Like, why did we spend so much? That's fucked up. And then we're gonna have to sell a kit to make up the cost. (laughs) Sell the cow. Sell the cow. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) There's two. Oh Oh, my god. All right, next game up. You got South Georgia versus North Texas. Oh, that is chaos. That is, is chaos. it? That's gonna be like three two, maybe two two or three two. One of those. So to give you a little, uh, a little bit of history in this matchup, South Georgia has never beaten North Texas. North Texas has the last three games have been two one North Texas. Uh yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to say T- Tormenta finally gets that win. I'm picking Tormenta. Oh, that's bold. Ooh. No cap. Ooh, no cap. Okay. That's bold. Uh, you sure? Okay. Um, I believe in them at home. I believe in them at home. I mean, I'm going to stick 3-2. I just don't know which way to go. <laughs> I mean, North Texas is a bad road team. They've only won one game on the road. While South Georgia at home... Has four wins, three draws, and five losses. I'm gonna say North Texas is gonna be too drunk still celebrating Pepe to even realize they have a match. <laughs> Yo, sidebar, FC Dallas admin, are you okay? <laughs> hey, how long they had those in the drafts? Hey, he was waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting. Yo, you needed acid for at least one of those videos, maybe two. <laughs> Oh, the train one definitely required some kind of drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that did. That did. But, there we go. But, yeah, no, that is my chaos match. That is my chaos match. <laughs> every Five bucks says that every North Texas player has an armband that says for Pepe. <laughs> that wouldn't shock me. Also, that would be hella dope. I suppose. <laughs> it I would suppose. be kind of dope. <laughs> um, all right. Next game, we got Omaha versus Toronto 2 We'll be guys. Last game finished in a draw. If if you Omaha is going to make up points, because by this point they'll they wouldn't know yet, but they'll know whether or not if you if Chattanooga gets a draw, they win. You know they can sneak their way up to number one. I think. Let me see. No, they would still if they get it, they would need Chatter to lose. Yeah. Because the thing that the logical side of me thinks Union Omaha at home should be an easy win. But if there is a team and Union Omaha doesn't allow a lot of chances, but if there's a team that says fuck it, we're gonna shoot, it is Toronto. That that is true. Toronto has no give a fuck. They, they don't care. Really, just say fuck it. Let's see what happens. This could like be coach, a. D- it's like that kid that just throw paint on the wall and be like, "Eh, it is. What it is. Let's do it again." Like it could real. Like the logical side says a Union Omaha two zero win or something. But you know what? Let's go bold, and let's just say a two two draw. Ooh. Okay. 
Now they're going to be okay. in my mentions Saturday night. Oh, God, what have I done? Whatever. Fuck it. I'm sticking with the draw. It, it feels like the logic is all there for Unanoma, but between Toronto's don't give a fuck shooting and also if they, knowing this league, there is no certainty that just because you have a chance to take advantage of someone else dropping points doesn't mean you're not also going to drop points. What about you, Ab? Am I the only one I can't hear her? Yeah, I can't Sorry. hear you either. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about mute the entire time? Yeah, I was. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Move it on. Move it on. Well, sorry about that, folks. I was just sitting here. I was like, maybe it's just my internet. Again. I don't know. <laughs> no. So, bro, okay, I thought I was dying for a second. Like, I really thought, like, I was like, God, this is not my time. It's gonna be like, a zero, zero, zero. <laughs> I was honestly just like, I glanced, I looked away, and I was like, maybe I'm just like not hearing something. Maybe my computer is my own computer. No, no I was really bugging because I was looking at Kyle's face, and I'm like, is Kyle hearing her? Maybe this. And then I started thinking, like, God, I'm dying. Like this ain't it. I ain't ready to go to heaven yet. Like I'm so young. I just got married three years ago. <laughs> and then I realized you just muted. Okay, that works. So it's gonna be a zero zero draw. But absolute chaos. Okay, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Wait, you think Omaha Toronto's gonna be a zero zero draw? I need pure chaos. It's gonna be a fully chaotic game in zero zero. And there's going to be some other games that happen that really shake up that top six. And that's what I need. I need pure chaos because my team's not giving me chaos. I need everybody else to be chaotic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Last game for this week, FC Tucson for Lauderdale. This game is happening at 10 p.m. What do you guys think? Vibes. I don't know. My wife has a dope T-shirt. I just want to say it says "sweet as pie," but it's like pie written out in math. My wife is a math teacher. She's amazing. (laughs) Oh, it's a good pie joke. Yo, my wife is vibes. Yeah, she is just smooth, just easy vibes, bro. It's so great. (laughs) We could literally just sit there all day and just vibe. All right, yeah, ball. back to the game. Who we got? Tucson or Lauderdale? I'm going chaos. I think you got a red card in this game, boy. It's going to be a red card. it be a couple of fights. Wow, okay. I'm going to say 2-1 Tucson. I was so, thinking 1-0 okay. Tucson. Y'all bugging. This is the highest score game this year. How high are we high talking? Score. So, Fort Lauderdale and Tucson have played three times already this year. August 22nd, or nothing, Fort Lauderdale. I mean, Tucson. July 3rd, 2 1, uh, Tucson. May 16th, remember the 5 1 game? 
is the highest yeah. scoring game this year. I, I'm still sticking with 2 1 Tucson. Bugging. I'm going to Pure <laughs> Chaos and we get in a red baby. You said, how, what's the score? 3 2. 3 2. See, that's what I expect Tormenta North Texas to be. I expect that one to be the 3 2 Chaos red oh. card. Red North Texas is getting oh, a red card. Man. Nah, fam. This game already had two red cards already this year. Nah, fam. You're telling me that North Texas. You, two, oh, wait, wait. North Texas and Tucson are tied with the most red cards with six. Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> Third Hold eye, on. baby. Third eye. This makes my North Texas chaos match of the week even more relevant. Uh, and they gave it to the club. And yo, the Henny might be flowing. Yo, what are you going to do? Leave the Henny Derby and go straight and watch this game? Damn right. Because I know it's going to be a red card. It might be more entertaining than this game. Well, he doesn't have to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, this oh, is also true. true. Yeah, but this is going to be interesting. Like, this game is going to be vibes. And look, vibes. neither team keeps a cliche. FC Tucson has two in the year, and Fort Lauderdale has three. Tell me that's going three. Two, two one. <laughs> sticking with it. One nil. <laughs> sticking with it. One nil. Fuck, we might go five six out here. Yo. <laughs> I don't if think they, so. No. If, if, if they score over six goals total, I will bring a bottle of Henny to the Derby. Hey, what? A big hey. bottle. Oh man, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, Don Rich. Um, just to give you guys a couple of updates, top scorer in the league, you still got the same two: Mario's Lomas on twelve, Mario on twelve. Greg Hurst is on nine. Um, sis, George Rose, he's on seven. Charlie Davis is on five. JT Akira Kamara is on five. So, Kyle, that kind of answers our question about Charlie. Like, why have you seen him? His sister, you know, second in the league in assists. Sorry, what was um, that? What was going on with Charlie Davis? Like, you know, why have you been seeing him like that? He's the assist provider so far this year. Oh, that makes more sense. Good for him. Yeah. Um, clean sheets. Akira and Nuhu are tied with seven. And third. And then saves per night. Akira with 3.5. Great calendar with 3.2. And Jaguar with 2.9. Have you eating? <laughs> <laughs> I was eating dinner. Why are you? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> First, we had a whole conversation on mute, thinking me that I, me think that I died. Now you're just over here, just ruffling chips into the microphone. <laughs> Not even like, do it discreetly, just like, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> oh, all right, anything else, guys, before we wrap up? Yo, Yogi, you got, what's going on with Jamaica? What you mean? Nothing. We suck. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? That's simple. <laughs> Actually, season over with. We back to normal now. 
Ab, have you listened to CLB? No. Okay. Dope. It's trash. I figured it was gonna be. It, it, it's it's average. It's meh. It's meh. We don't support Don, so don't worry about that. Yeah, we're not talking about Donda. <laughs> There's no time for no one's got time for that. <laughs> Professionalism. Have you seen this show? <laughs> <laughs> I show full time, damn it. Are we talking about Tom Tom or like CPT? When have we ever showed up on time? <laughs> We were All 45 right. minutes late today. <laughs> I don't even think that's the latest that's happened either, though. No. Yeah, but this is the thing, yo. Like, our fans know, like, hey, we're going to start the show. If we take eight, just expect nine. Just, just put it back an hour. <laughs> Look, if it says nine o'clock start, then maybe 9.15 at the earliest. Yeah. I, I even told them, I was like, the show starts at eight. Really, it's probably gonna start somewhere between eight and eight thirty. <laughs> we be there. We be there. That's about it. She, she understood. Look, we're not always there when you call, but we always on time. Okay. See, that's why our show is every other week. These jokes. You gonna get these jokes? No, because like eleven years she was like, "So what time you record?" I was like, "Nah." She was like, "So you mean nine thirty? I was like, "No, nine fifteen." So you mean 25? <laughs> Why are you getting crazy in about 15 minutes? Like, let me breathe. Let me <laughs> but now, back to your question, Kyle. I'm telling you, I've, I've already put this disclaimer out there. I'm talking hella cash money shit before the game. Now, I knew the game will be quiet as a mouth if I stay off Twitter. But if y'all draw us, just know. Or I'm going to be a loose slave that day. Y'all, y'all might have to ban my Twitter. You can, you can cut me off again. You can cut me off again. <laughs> I would just tag every U.S. journalist. Give this. Remember, Grant Wall won't see it. I'll do it for the Walking Dirty account. Oh, You'll know no better. Look, I mean, worst case, it's if Josh Sargent comes back, I'm gonna have to just question what. Like, I'm gonna have to say we need to put a search out for Peppy. No, Peppy absolutely comes back. Like, no, 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 no. If Josh Sargent is back, then something happened to Peppy. Yeah. Or like Peppy or Pefok or DK, like something happened. Like he's gonna Tanya Harding this shit. Oof. Oof. Sergeant's trash. And with that, America, (laughs) we'll holler at you later. Be easy, be safe. As always, like, share, and subscribe. Follow the podcast. We'll holler at you guys later. Be safe. Later.